Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabers. Arthur, give him a shout out. Okay, literally stops his action for the microphone. The exact opposite of his father. Uh, also joining me in the High Mighty Studio for the first time, one of those dudes you meet via Twitter and uh, become a fan of and then find out that there's a real person living in your city. Guys, put your motherfucking hands together for Colin Crawford. Woo, Colin Crawford. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Put your hands together. <laughs> yeah, uh. sorry. We're doing a live studio <laughs> audience. We're like, watch what happens live. We have like four housewives here just clapping along. <laughs> uh, it's real funny that you I, I suspected this but you do sort of turn and rotate before you do the number one fuck boy yeah, so it's hard to like lock eyes with someone <laughs> when you're doing it like I I always am stressed about doing it in front of people and it's like the less I know you the more I'm like <laughs> well nice to meet you come into my home and here I am screaming at you I get it uh for most people, I find I find it kind of is like a goofy improv warm up where they're like, "Oh, well, now he looks like an asshole. I'll look like an asshole." But a handful of people who sat across me, yeah, <laughs> I, I, get I, the I eyes. caused them to lock up. I'm like, "Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you don't have to do this." <laughs> is this like a ritual? Is this leading to something? Uh, it's no. weird that the lights flicked. That was like a weird. The power the power outage was uh, truly convenient. The dog's <laughs> eyes turned black. It was crazy. Um, no, I love this podcast. Thank you for letting me do this. Oh, please, dude. No worries. Wait, I'm just noticing. Noticing this badass tattoo. It what? is the opposite of badass. It looks badass because it has a skull drinking a beer on it. But, but I see a teddy bear in there too. A, yeah, cat. So this is from Akewood, a webcomic about cats. <laughs> oh, so okay. Okay. I, it happens all the time at like a bar or something. It's like, oh, dude, badass. It's like a family crest. Are you, are you, you're a Marine? <laughs> Did you kill someone to get that? No, it's like cats who have normal problems I can identify with. <laughs> no, it's just from a webcomic that I got most of my like self-actualization uh, from. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, see you around, man. <laughs> this conversation's yeah, yeah, over. It's a slow slide down the bar. Uh, well, okay. Here's your gin and tonic. Next. <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah, the biggest, fruitiest drink slides down the bar to me as I... That's mine. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, oh, yeah, but it, it does from... It has, like, from a distance, looks like a fucking badass yeah, it crest. it does look like a marine yeah, unit and, or and something. You, and you chose the bold, the bold place. Well, I the like guy that. was like, uh, you can do this tattoo, but... I had it like, you know, like four inches. And he was like, if you want a real tattoo, it's got to be huge. And I was like, I'm 20. Who gives a shit? Let's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, my dad, when I was like 15, I was begging for a tattoo. And my dad said, uh, you can draw a tattoo, put it in an envelope. And if you still like it in two years, <laughs> you can get it. And I like drew a shark with sunglasses, like flexing. And then like a month in, I was like, you can rip the envelope up. I'm never going to do that. I, I would have thought that depreciated with A's like a fine line. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm 37, yeah, I'm dying for I think for it might be time. <laughs> um, when, when we emailed about uh, what topics, you 
mentioned you mentioned a, a, a few great ones, but then one that stood out to me as something that we haven't talked about on the podcast, but something I am interested in, and for some reason getting more and more interested in every week <laughs> of reading the news. Uh, survivalism is this yes. something? Is this a new thing for you? A new interest, or has it always been in the background? Um, it's so it's a weird thing. One, I'm constantly scared. I'm a scared man, just always. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, more and more like the sort of apocalyptic nature of it is like part of it, but really it was like, I, I really love the outdoors and I go camping a lot. Uh, but I don't know anything. Like it was a camping trip where I was like, I don't know what the fuck I am doing. <laughs> like, but I you just, were like, you were like the idea of outdoors and sleeping in the tent and shit. Like, this is exactly where I'm at. I've been camping once in my life and it mm -hmm. was six months ago yeah. for the first time. And I loved it. But I too, am, I was like, I brought a cooler with like kombucha and <laughs> yeah. shit in it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love the gear too. I love buying things, but I was like, I don't know how to use any of this. I don't know what it is. So uh, my wife for my birthday got me a survivalism class, like in upstate New York, like up in the uh, Hudson Valley. Like a weekend thing? It was like a few five-hour classes. Like, so you go out there and come back. Oh, that's awesome. Where um, in Hudson Valley? I went to school there, so I love talking about it. It was like by Cold Springs, oh, like okay, in the woods. Cool. I kind of don't want to get too specific because this guy was kind of insane, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, say no more. <laughs> um, like, one of the first stories, he was like, if you guys secretly film this, I will figure out who you are, and I've done this before. I, you'll come home one night after work, and I will be waiting in your apartment and make you delete it off of YouTube. <laughs> Oh, why, why, because what he doesn't because he doesn't want people who don't pay for it to learn anything. I think that's right. Yeah, because that's like, a pretty crazy. I mean, that is the same rule for me when I do improv workshops. But yeah. <laughs> but you show up in people's apartments. Yeah. I'm like, I I helped you unlock the secrets of game. <laughs> How dare you share it? I will scream what a fuck boy I am and then murder you in your apartment. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, and who would have thought the guy who teaches survival in upstate New York is a little intense. So he's very intense. <laughs> I loved him and was afraid of him at like different measures. But like he's super dramatic. Like he would. Uh, I'm trying to. Th like I don't even know how the best way to introduce this man. Uh, he claims that mosquitoes don't bite him because he's so in tune with nature. Okay. <laughs> um, he says he's like one quarter Apache or something. Like that's a classic. Yes, that's yeah. like the way in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went out to this class and it was like uh, a. It was such a funny mix of people of like survival dads with their like kids on their phones and like young a bunch of young women from the city. And then like some kind of broy dudes uh, and me <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh yeah I guess I could see like this is like a natural extension of, like of like for a single woman living in the city is like well God forbid yeah. I need to know how to I mean just know how to something like <laughs> any agency I can get from this fucking society right right <laughs> um, well that's part of like the excitement of camping or like uh, like even survivalism to an extent is like it's something you can just do mm -hmm. and that's as I'm getting older and older I'm finding more and more things where I'm like. Like I've gotten into running lately and yeah. I'm like, this is something that I can just do and also that I may need to do. Yeah. <laughs> like I like at some oh, point. I, yeah. And I'm like, I, cause we always, my wife and I always used to joke, like we were hiking on vacation and it was like, we were both so out of breath and we were like, what if there was like lava coming yeah. out? Like, like, we would just die. This is, oh man. This <laughs> Anytime is like, I watch a movie and someone's hanging, I'm like, I got five seconds of hanging from my hands before yes. I die. <laughs> I leave every action movie feeling like a small child <laughs> right? who was just like, oh, I'm the guy who dies in the beginning. Um, but yeah, so that, it was like these weekend dads and stuff. And the, the, the thing you're talking about was like one of the first things this guy said to us. Like sometimes he would drop this profound shit where he's like, these skills are your birthright. Like this was promised to you. Like your ancestors learned this shit. Right. And you've, it's been robbed from you. Like you don't know how to do any of this shit. Like you don't have claws or you can't fly. Like this is what you have. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh man, like, okay, I'm zeroed in on this guy. All, all of a sudden, Cullen, who shows up in like from the city in his like button down shirt, next thing you know, you're fucking like Jack yeah. from Lord of the Flies. <laughs> you're, like, you're right, brother. Yes, I will <laughs> hey, take. Who's filming? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, man. <laughs> My birthright is now a thing I think about all the time. <laughs> and not just a trip to Israel in your teens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. How has there not been a birthright sex comedy, by the way? That feels like it feels, right over home plate. It feels so ripe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's a different thing. Yeah. Um, if only there were some uh, screenwriters that had gone through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when are we going to hear that point of view? Uh, that's so... so you, you were into camping and your wife got you this as a gift. And mm -hmm. and was this like more than, way more than camping, sort of? Or? So 
Yeah, I mean, it was like because survivalism feels different than like mountaineering, right? Like the yes. phrasing of it, or is that just the buzzier version of it? Like, I, so like, there's this like guy CrossFit has, is supersets. Yes, <laughs> this guy's like 30, 40 classes that he does. Like, uh, and I don't know how it different. Is he? Well, he didn't like hang out there. He like we stood there. We stayed there for, like till the sun went down. We like sun up to sundown. Oh, okay. He like walks us through like survivalism one hundred and one. Essentially, there's a fire class. So like, there's all this different stuff. Um, and yeah, so he like, like, he was like, the goal of this first class is I want you to not die if you are stuck somewhere for 48 hours. Like if you are trapped in the woods, you will survive enough till someone finds you. Oh yeah. Um, that is like the, that's like all you need is yeah, like the like, confidence that you can sit, stay for 48 you hours. You will not thrive. Right. <laughs> you will not be happy, but you won't die. Maybe <laughs> because that is truly the other thing. The first thing you learn is like all this like post-apocalyptic, like like dreaming that we all do is like, you're dead. Like you're so dead. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the reason, like, that's what I always like talk to my wife about. She's like, well, when shit goes down, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, when shit goes down, it more than likely will have affected us. already. Yes. Like, the yeah. shit we're talking about is not like a zombie outbreak at the Grove that we <laughs> hear about. Yeah. It's a fucking nuke landing or like biological weapons landing in West Hollywood. Yeah. And like you're in the woods. There's no doctors. A scratch gets infected. You're dead. Like there's no like you're not the main character in this movie that has to survive. Right. 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 Um, you're not. You don't need to get back to your daughter who's on the is at the top of a skyscraper. Exactly. So you can hang off of it for five seconds um but yeah like so this guy I, I i'm trying to figure out how the best way to partial out the information about this man right um i'll start i'll do it the way he did it so like one thing he, he's like shelter number one most important thing is shelter so he taught us how to build a shelter where you won't freeze to death like being off the ground is very important the ground right. is constantly sucking warmth out of you um so essentially you take two sticks that are like y-shaped and you interlock the y's and then you put like a big tent pole down the middle so yeah. you have like a little lean to you line that with sticks uh you put like two feet of leaf leaves underneath it to keep between you and the ground and then like 20 feet of like seriously like 10 feet of leaves a On dome around it, it. Uh, oh to trap as much heat and then you just possible. get in there and that like will trap your heat and you won't die so he's like you guys should make one of these do it and we do uh like team up to make one. He's like, this would take you 12 hours to do like in, like, this is your first day is doing this. Right. Um, but because there's a lot of you, it'll take like 40 minutes or something. <laughs> uh, so we build it. He comes and shakes it and he goes like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. Uh, you guys, you guys like, or you'll survive the night in this. Um, but you're already dead because there are people around you right now who mean you harm and you did not even notice they were there. And then he whistles. I swear to Christ whistles and all these people rise out of the leaves like 10 feet from where we're standing like 15 of his like acolytes rise up and are just staring at us oh in my like God. camo uh, this is this is i'm having flashbacks to like martial arts classes he has like high level students yes. who he uses yes. for like demonstrations and shit um oh, this is i almost so pissed on one of them <laughs> like I, I had pissed right where this guy was and they come I out you meant in reaction to them yeah. coming out oh fuck you oh, pal. Shit, i have to mark you <laughs> um like you just got your yellow belt exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking wild and they wild. were just sitting there the whole time you they go out at like 8 in the morning and wait they lie there for 3 hours and wait for you to come in and like that's awesome cause they're practicing lying there for 3 hours this is like a skill they're learning <laughs> yeah. so, some, finally something I might be good at yeah. <laughs> you've just been training your whole life for, for 3 this. hours yeah I can do that <laughs> me with a game boy at 8 <laughs> I, this is something I've been building towards my entire life. He's going to survive one day. <laughs> uh, so that's the kind of stuff this guy is doing. That's fucking awesome. And now, when, what's your attitude at minute one of a class like this? Are you like, this is a little more than I want into? Or are you like, I'm on board? You kind of want to be above it. At least I do as a guy who doesn't engage in anything, seriously. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> Uh, but it does suck you in and you're like, yeah, man, like I, I can come out in the woods with a knife and learn to make a trap and like crush a deer's head with a boulder, like, which is the thing that he showed us. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, it is that thing that, and it, it, it's agency. It's not like even the badassness of it. It's just like the fact that you're like, God help me if I could, like, I can't change a tire. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like I, I don't know how to change a tire. I don't even know how to like jump a car without possibly blowing my arms off yes. or something like that. So when you hear shit like that, you're like, that is something I, sh I shouldn't know how to make a fire. I shouldn't know. How yeah. to make a and you think, you know, it's not like the kind of thing they should be teaching in schools. So you do think, you know, by the way, cause you saw 
Castaway or whatever. Right, right. You're like, this is easy. I just hope I get an ice skate and a FedEx box. But just like <laughs> even zooming out, like school does not teach you to have any agency at all. Like I don't know how to navigate this world. I know who invented the fucking cotton gin. <laughs> like, right, right, right. The fact that Eli Whitney is yes. like something you learn over how credit card debt works <laughs> is like exactly. the most insane. That's like all my wife and I talk about this all the time is because we were pinned by our own credit card debt because even our parents didn't explain it to mm -hmm. us really. And we were like, oh, okay, well, if we could just kind of make it Oh, you don't have to pay the full amount. Next thing I know, I'm like uh, <laughs> underwater for like my all of my this 20s. This is your life now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, from 22 to 34, I have insane debt. <laughs> and no one explained to me the dangers of that. I was just like, oh, fucking another free meal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know how to write a check. <laughs> like, I right, didn't know right. anything. And like, we're at this point now where we finally have like a little bit of extra money and we're like, oh, people, you know, my mom's like, are you going to invest it? And I was like, we don't even know. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> like, and like my wife works at a company where you get like, they help you invest stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. And we, we like, we're like, all right, let's call Fidelity and ask questions. Yes. And we're just like, I can't even get myself to do that. I just got a business manager who I'm now giving thousands of dollars to. So I'd never have to think about right. this I, that. That is on the table for sure. I was like, yeah. baby me as much as possible. <laughs> he is like, he like, will he pays my bills for me. Yes. He like looks up new internet providers. <laughs> like he, <laughs> He's, yes, he is my nanny. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, and people are like, that's nuts. You spend that much money. I'm like, I would give any amount of money. Like, I want an assistant for the podcast. And the yes. podcast, brings, <laughs> podcast brings in like a couple of hundred bucks a month. And I'm like, it's about time I hire an assistant because I'm bad at Dropbox. Yes. Well, he straight up, he was like, you did such a bad job on your taxes. Like, you would have paid for a year of me just if I had done your taxes. <laughs> like, I, almost, like, I almost went to jail. My taxes were so bad. You're like, yeah, I got Wesley Snipes guy taking a look at my shit. <laughs> I got to do community service just because they're so annoyed at it. They're not, they're just like, uh, IRS is just like shaking their head. They're not in trouble. They're just like, I'm, we're more disappointed. We're doing you. Billy Madison law for you. You have to go back and learn basic math. Uh, and did, have you since like harnessed your new abilities in any way? No, but <laughs> no. you're like, you haven't gone camping since this stuff. Or? I've gone camping and like, I'm less afraid just to be in the woods at night. Yeah. Um, except for all the sounds and the animals and the people. <laughs> um, but no, not really. I like made these little traps. Like, that's the one thing that's really annoying is like, you learn this stuff and it's already like, I've forgotten a ton of it. Oh, I feel the same way. I just got like scuba certified and I'm going to go again oh, in July. Oh, you finally got scuba certified. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it. I've been talking about it forever. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to do it in July and uh, I'm already like, I can't remember anything from the class. <laughs> and I'm like, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, the bends. Um, um, so you're, so you're, Built traps in the class? Yeah, you build, they're called these little figure four traps and they just, they do look like a little four and essentially what it is is you put like food underneath it and you put something real heavy. It's got to be like five times the weight of whatever you're trying to kill. Oh, so if you're geez. trying to kill a rabbit, it's like you just put like a 20 pound rock up or something and then it they go for the food, they knock the little thing and it falls on their head and crushes their head and it's, oh. like, it's like, just do this, get a bunch of squirrels. Like, <laughs> like you're just like slaughtering squirrels. That's awesome. Uh, and then he told us how to field dress it. Like he like, he didn't do it, but he showed us like, he just explained it about like how to like peel the skin off. Yeah. Of peel the skin off, hang it upside down, drain the blood, like pull the guts out. It was all this stuff. Oh, that's yeah. fucking wild. Um, are you going to continue to take classes there? I, I should go back and do more. I, I guess. I mean, it seems like the world's ending. Right. Well, that, so that that's let, let's get into that a little bit because it, survivalism used to be like a crackpot type thing. Yeah. And even like, especially like the crowds I run in, like hipster liberal, and I've got fucking friends that are so anti-gun, going like, maybe we should get a it's gun. Just have it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else does. <laughs> maybe I should have one. I think. I mean, who knows? I'm like an idiot about this stuff, but like. Am I gonna like fight people for water in twenty years? Like I don't know. It's so funny that I'm like I think I care more about my comedy career while like I might die terribly, and that's like both things are in my head. Constantly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, there is an element to me too where it's like I haven't even really popped yet. The world can't end yeah. yet. I just want to have a. Let me get like one season of a show under my belt. <laughs> let me just make good money for one year before the whole world falls apart. It's like Conan O'Brien tell me he thinks I'm funny, <laughs> yeah. and then. Whatever. Yeah, Global then, warming. Then throw me off the fucking ice caps. Exactly. I don't give a shit. I just need to hear from Conan. Just validate my existence, please. But yeah, there is an element to like the world is getting scarier and scarier. Yeah. And like 
less and less like all the institutions we always thought like when you were a like we we joke about this now but like when you were a kid it was like when anything goes wrong go to the police <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like i mean i granted come from a white family so that's <laughs> yeah, it's a that different might not be a family lesson for some <laughs> yeah. people but it is one of those things where it's like who who I mean, granted, if there's a crisis, you got to like hope that the police are more good than bad. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'd imagine they're just watching out for their own in that right. scenario. <laughs> right, like, right. And that's what's terrifying is that it's like, well, if shit, and because then you see shit like protests or like uh, other countries, and you're like, this could be a backslide that we could be in. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm a dude who would like, like, I'm learning how to cook finally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> yes. Like, I'd be like, oh shit, my, uh, my wife, my wife and I are separated in the woods. Like, I don't know how to use a hammer. <laughs> I can see her steak now, though. Yeah. Is there steak? <laughs> Do we have steak? Is there steak? No, no? get a 20 pound um, rock. Chop off my foot. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's. Uh, he does like an urban survival class and he's like, you should know how to pick locks. Like that's the first thing. Like, cause there's not good. You're not going to grow food. Like you got to be able to get into these grocery stores that are locked. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to trap a squirrel in the fucking yeah. in central park. He does a-, a class in central park. And he's like, yeah, this is not, you have to get food from here. The first choice is like, do you stay the in the city or leave the city? That's like the first thing you have to figure out. Oh yeah. And like, that's it's so terrifying. Yes. Because there's millions of people trying to figure <laughs> out like, Remember that blackout in New York, like in like 2004? Yeah, yeah. And it took like five hours just to walk across the like the Queens Bridge. Yeah, like, yeah. It was crazy. You know, I had a very specific experience. I feel like maybe I talked about it on this podcast, but I was at the beach lifeguarding, <laughs> and we no one knew that the power that there was a blackout because it affected all of Long Island too. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, oh. Uh, Okay, day's <laughs> over. Like no one, we have no power as part of our job. Yeah. Then we get. Uh, I'm on the highway and I uh, like pull off and there's like the lights are off and they're blinking and there's no one on the road. <laughs> and then I start seeing there's all these like candles in car in like houses oh, and I'm like, what the? F-? I feel like I'm driving into the third act of the invitation. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> bugging out and I'm like what the fuck and I come home and my mom's like you didn't answer your phone we didn't know what was going on I'm like I was at the beach yeah, I, was doing, I love the idea of you like just like long islanding out at the beach and right. then walking into the apocalypse that's been I going on no idea meanwhile like friends of mine that live in the city are, are marching like, for all, like all the way to the Lower East Side and getting free melted ice cream from a bodega or whatever did the world end while I was like swimming around with these like three bikini friends of mine like, that will be how it goes down yeah. is that I'll end up like uh, I'm in Vegas and it's like the nuke d- didn't seem to affect the Luxor for some reason. <laughs> it's like that's how I survived. Ah, fallout. <laughs> well, like that. Uh, the uh, cabin in the woods has a thing where like the toxins don't affect the one dude because oh, he's always yeah, stoned. He's high. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is so funny. That's, <laughs> that's a dude up. writing that to like show his mom. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I can't even roll a joint, which is and like this is like a hobby of mine of like of. 10 to 15 years. Yeah, this years. is a passion. <laughs> yeah, I should. So, like, God forbid, like, the world is ending. I'm like, does anyone have a, a, a one-hitter? <laughs> well, then, like, how are we useful, even? <laughs> right, like, are we yeah. going to travel town to town, like... <laughs> Performing? Where's the local mayor that I... Or, like, king, I guess, I can make write one-liners about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. And, and, and being uh, funny gives you, like, that sense of cockiness where you're like... I'll survive in the. I'll be able to charm my way through anything. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I like truly believe I'd be like a good CIA agent because I'm like funny and charming. You can always clear the air, (laughs) or you waterboard some guy. (laughs) All right, but for real, what's the deal? Oh yeah, I know what movie you're referencing. (laughs) Um, that's so. uh, I'm getting into like my own version of survivalism now too, where I'm like, I need to be healthy for like more reasons than just looks at yeah. this point and not because my doctor is asking me like I need to be able to like that's a different run. kind of survival <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, there's like uh, the macro survival and the micro survival yeah, exactly. like, I need to just not die of a heart attack and then not die if shit goes down so this man is also a taekwondo master who studied <laughs> in Japan for like 15 years hell yeah of uh, course and so he was like your body that's part of it like go to the gym like you should be able to sprint up this hill right here and not be winded or you will die yeah like, sprint away from people is yeah. what I always say I'm always like oh I would give up so quick if someone was chasing me <laughs> this <laughs> sucks I don't want to be being chased anymore yeah. I'm like can we just fight or can you just kill me like we, my wife and I always say that when we're watching like disaster movies or horror movies and she's like at this point I think I'd be okay with dying 
Like, I think at this point in this, I would like, all right, yeah, like, what now am I the building's for? collapsing. It's like, let me just fucking sit down and go down with it. So that like, was my New York, like, survival plan is like, <laughs> go find a tall building to jump off of before you die bad. <laughs> right, <laughs> before right. you're someone's, like, like, he's, uh, like, meat farm in the basement where they're right, keeping right, you alive. Right, yeah. And like, you're like, yeah, I'm, I've been bottoming for the Yakuza <laughs> <laughs> just for survival. <laughs> but, I mean, survival bottom classes is maybe a good job. Uh, can't, can't hurt. Uh, <laughs> can't, just this. something, just something to have in the repertoire. I'm gonna join T Bone's harem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I mean, like I, I want to like take martial arts and like learn to. I feel like a lot because there's like a a class of people who, when they start to make money, like I, I use like the hipster artist type people as my peers. Mm-hmm. As everyone starts to get a little money, they get these hobbies, whether it's like cooking or like now I'm into scuba. I have money. I have time. Yeah. I realize there are important things outside of work and I get, and I, you know, have weekends off, but I work so hard Monday through Friday. So I start doing this shit. I feel like all my friend stuff's about to tra- transition to like, now I know how to hunt. Yeah. Like I can run. Like I can fight. Like I think people are starting to see like, is this shit going down? Are you planning something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took like, Then you start looking around and you're like, uh, is everyone getting like in shape and bad ass like will i be the first to go if yes. shit is the pan? <laughs> and the answer is yes i'm the one who will be they're planning to have me around so i can be <laughs> lagging behind them and get right. killed. yeah exactly i'm the one who like uh helps thin the herd yeah exactly <laughs> uh, i did yeah, i took archery because of this because i was like i can't have a gun in new york city and i'm also kind of against that but yeah. i want to be able to you know, shoot some guy in the face with an arrow i guess yeah. i yeah i have filipino fighting sticks and my wife is like if someone breaks <laughs> she's always like we need a gun i'm like yeah no no the Filipino fighting sticks are fine. She's like, babe. I'm like, imagine a 300 pound shirtless dude holding two sticks. That's scary. She's <laughs> I like- actually, so I did chase a guy out of my house once with a table leg. In what? My, yeah. Uh, it was, we lived in Chicago and we kept, we got broken into like four times in like six months. Jesus. Um, and the last one, they pried the bars off the window and got in while we were at work. Uh, but this guy, like I, so I was like super paranoid about people breaking in, uh, <laughs> and you were in the right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it because it's happening. <laughs> I guess paranoid is not the right word for that. I'm super, uh, cognizant responding to people breaking into my house. Aware? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard a noise outside and I was in my like tidy whities in the bed. It was like three in the morning and snow on the ground. And I walked out, uh, I like picked up a table like, and walked out and I locked eyes with this, like, I, probably like 18 year old kid who would climb my fence and uh we just looked at each other for a minute and i was like both of us i think we're a little bit afraid of what was about to happen and he just ran away and yeah like, thank christ thank didn't. god you did that i don't know if i have it in me to swing on an 18 year old i like just grab the fucking dvd player and get yeah, out of here exactly let's make a deal i just don't want to get hurt like, but that, then the cops dragged some teenager in front of me i was like is this him and i was like you just grab some black kid off the street. Oh, that's like, so brutal yeah. i was like no it is not go away like, and he didn't get anything yeah. yeah no yeah so it doesn't matter um but yeah, that was a terrifying moment of like, what is going to happen here? Yeah, that's so fucking crazy. I like yeah. walked out like, yes, I'm the man. I should go do this. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> like why is this happening? Yeah, that's a, a horrifying moment when you realize you're like, that's like that shit. The first time you feel like uh, that, I re- like the first time you feel like, oh, I'm in, I'm in charge of my own world here. It's like you hear a noise at your house and you're like, yeah. I'm the one who has to go look. Yeah, <laughs> like my wife does. Uh, I'm gonna come across like such a fucking modern uh, beta man here, but my wife does so much around the house mm-hmm. that like I have to be the one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? But it, it 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 almost is her because like she's like prepared for shit like that. She she's like. Uh, you know, three decades of uh, uh, ingesting true crime at an yeah. insane rate where she kind of just like, she's like, sees, she's like Dr. Strange in the Avengers. She can yeah. like see all the possible outcomes. She so knows like, where could all be the, the shower curtain. Are, could yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> I hate that there's glass near the front door. It's something I never even thought of. She's like, you could just smash the glass and grab the handle and grab the knob. I'm like, Oh, I never thought of that. So that is, I think that's why like murder podcasts are popular now is like just women think about getting murdered all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I heard from, I heard someone say that, um, murder podcasts is like a shelter for women to talk about their fears without saying like, I'm worried this is like with like justification of like, cause it is, the world is scarier for them than it is for men. Yes. And they get to like get together and go like, See, yeah, like I told you, shit's bad, and then in a, in a way allows them to talk about their fears under the auspices of like the blank killer or whatever. And like, yeah. don't be nice. Don't like 
worry about this guy's feelings who's asking you to get in his car. Like, just be a right? fucking asshole. Right, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's such a fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was my first, like, the first true explanation of male privilege to me when I was, like, I went running at night once. Yeah. And, like, uh, I, I had heard, I think it was Nikki Glaser had a bit about it where it's like, you, I can't go running at night. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's just, like, you can't. Do an activity that a lot of dudes like can do. Just seeing a man running at night is a scary thing. Well, to that's the other thing. I have like reverse, like it goes from male privilege to like th- whatever the flip of that is, yeah. is that when I'm running down the street at night, people are like, <laughs> uh, look out. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Artie's getting worked up at yeah, that noise. Artie, hey. <laughs> Didn't breathe so hard. <laughs> well, don't worry. He'll, he'll do heavy breathing for all of us with his short septum. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fucking... Oh, I want to take like an urban survival class. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't take it yet. So, yeah. but he is like, they talk about like chemical weapons and shit. Like, here's what could happen to you because oh Jesus, I feel like we're if you're in a city, you're just fucked because you can't get out. Like, there's, right, and you're with a bunch of people who all need the same thing. Right, and yeah, and it's like you know, like Postmates is gonna shut down. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yes, there'll be no more Postmates. We're fucked. Postmates is down. <laughs> There's like people setting up M60 machine gun mounts on the top of their building balconies, and we're like, yeah. Post- is Postmates still on? Yes, <laughs> How am I supposed to eat a case of? I need a, a, was a protein cookie. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the. the- Lemon Flack Brothers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's something I should probably have in the house is like a sleeve of protein bars <laughs> yeah. that are like I could throw in backpack and like eat for a, and shit blood for so, like a month. Yeah, let's talk bug out bags because I started putting one together after these. Cl- like I, I have a big bucket and all that like freeze dried food. Oh, that's so um, smart. Yeah, I have a case of water and a bag of dog food. <laughs> probably, I mean, each of, we have like a. a a, a bug out bag per se, but like one we purchased on Amazon. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even know. Like yeah, it would be the first time I opened it. it <laughs> oh, would be- fish hooks, great. Uh- <laughs> cool. I'm gonna go to the L.A. River and hope <laughs> yeah. to catch something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started doing that though. I was like, our house is full of this shit now. I mean, not full. I'm not like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> your, your wife's like Colin. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Like every time I'm like, all right, we're not getting another like stuffed decorative tomato. She's like, just look at your fucking like bug out shelf with axes and stuff on it. I'm like, yeah, all right, fine, buy the tomato. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're you're trying to make a stand. We don't need a credenza. Yeah. She's like, oh, but we need an axe throwing target. Like, how yeah. many water filters do you have? Oh yeah, I need Three. to get I, I need to get like the super straw or whatever. Well, yeah, that is. I, I have a couple of those and but it's like also like I it was in New York. I, you can't drink the Hudson anyway. Like it's still it doesn't it doesn't desalinate it and it's full of like heavy metals and shit. Like you're just dead. Yeah, you you're, can't, you're <laughs> fucked. You're just dead in a city. Yeah. You gotta like roll uh in the city, you got to rely sort of on like the Ghostbusters 2 possibility where <laughs> people just band together in a way. And yes. you're like, at least now, every one of my apartment buildings got their doors open and we're sharing food. And yes. we're, yeah, yeah, let's hope that's, that's what happens. That, like, like, that's what you can hope for. But in reality, it's like the two neighbors I hate in my building now, I'm going to hate even more when the world ends. <laughs> I'm like, they took more food than everyone else. We have to kill them. Yes. <laughs> we have to kill apartment six. <laughs> I have a friend who's like even crazier about this shit than I am. And he was like, when this happens, I'm going after high value Republican targets and killing them. <laughs> like, I'm just going to kill oil executives who made it happen. <laughs> I was like, I love that. Got, go with God. Yeah. Like, Dios, amigo. <laughs> um, oh yeah. That's, that's really like, the element of the people who who like go full like video games like yeah if the world ends here's what i'm doing yeah and it's always like i'm reinforcing my car with armor <laughs> plating and like driving to a fuck and i'm like what are you talking about yeah, it, yeah. that is fake <laughs> yeah yeah we're you, fucked it's gonna you, be an absolute clusterfuck like if you're like out there building shit and you get to the point where you're sweating he's like You'll probably die. Like if you're like in the woods and right, you, sweat, you start sweating, you, get, you start getting cold. That's too. You're gonna lose heat and you're too dehydrated. Like he's like, don't get to the point of sweating ever. <laughs> like, oh, that's interesting. Don't exert yourself. Yeah, because right? like, yeah. that is like you have to think of yourself as a car. Essentially, like you have to. Everything is like gets boiled down to you're a machine that your job is to stay alive. Oh, and like to lose minimal amounts of water. Yeah, like holy heat, shit. water, energy. Like you're burning calories that you don't have. Right, like, that you can't. All that shit oh, matters. Fuck, dude. 
It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's maybe I should keep eighty pounds of fat stores on my body then, yeah. just in case. <laughs> I mean, so this and this guy, I if if and when this happens, he will be living hot. He's like, I know how to make like blackberry wine. Like yeah. he will have a house with like a he he'll be fine. He'll be like one of the weird cult leaders in a video game where it's like a post apocalyptic game, and he's like living in a mountain with like a harem of women. Yes, exactly. And yeah, he yeah. will have a castle. <laughs> Do you ever watch those uh, the primitive technology? kid on youtube i don't know no no who this kid is this is part of how i got into this uh he's like australian or latvian or something it's some like teenage boy who goes in the woods and just like well like, i'm building this kind of hut from scratch using just what's out here and then he edits these like there's no talking in it it's just these beautiful videos where you see him step by step make clay bricks and then make his own kiln and then build the house like like this oh, kid will wild. have a casino built in the woods. With <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It'd be like Waterworld, yeah. like fully. <laughs> but you should watch it because it is calming and awesome. Like it, it kicks ass. It's called Primitive Technology. I think. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, fuck, man, that's the best thing about the internet is that yes. there's people doing mega niche shit uh, and mega niche terrifying shit. But yes. mega niche <laughs> yeah. cool shit is very fun. Yes, and also Donald Trump is president. <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, you know, uh, six to one, half a dozen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all good. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I see nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, is now you live in now you're living in L.A. Um, you got proximity to some great camping out here. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, excited yeah. about that. And, and sort of like, you know, an extra three months of uh, camping availability. Yeah. I went like in March to Big Bear last year and it was so much colder than I could have imagined. Really? And I'm like, I'm good in the cold. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not good in heat. I'm like built for the cold, like for obvious biological reasons. <laughs> but like I went into my car and like I didn't have enough stuff and I got like my two hoodies that happened to be in my car and just put them on to go to sleep too. Yes. And I had bar I was borrowing like good camping gear and a good sleeping bag from a yeah. friend. And I still was like, Oh, I'm going to put on another pair of socks. I'm sleeping with gloves and a hat on. There's truly nothing worse than getting out there and realizing you don't, you're like, Oh, this, I'm just going to be uncomfortable and awake all night. <laughs> right. I literally was like laying there going like, <laughs> like and I was like oh maybe I should go then I go like sit by like the dying fire for a little bit and then be like okay I'm getting tired now and then, and then I'm just to walk back to the tent yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, uh, and I but I fucking loved camping I fell for it hard yeah, uh, yeah. I mean I also did mushrooms so that's part of like, like you might just fucking love mushrooms <laughs> well that's the other thing it's like I haven't done them separate yet <laughs> like I'm really big into the VeggieTales movie I ate mushrooms and watched it yeah. uh, it's like a big part of my life now I really love camping I did it once for 12 for a, a one night and I was on shrooms for most of it <laughs> I think that helps though because there's like a part where you're like all right I've I've looked at the fire for three hours. What do I do now? Right, right, right. It's like you can't read. You can't look at your phone. You're like, I did a lot of solo backpacking in like the uh, up in the Hudson Valley. Like, and first of all, there's apparently I always thought of like uh, uh, rattlesnakes as like a southwestern thing, but like the rattlesnake capital of the world is upstate New York. No apparently. way. Yeah. Uh, I always joke that like, and this is mostly culturally, but I'm starting to think maybe even environmentally that like, there's another Mason Dixon line uh, an hour north. Of oh, New York for sure. City. Yeah, <laughs> there are literal rebel flags, like Confederate in, flags. Like, <laughs> I, I know people who live in like parts of Westchester that is like a, a county just outside the Bronx that is like <laughs> yeah. they ride quads and shoot guns yeah. and like have uh, got the Confederate flag out. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, but so like for entertainment, when I was like, I because I am like very like I if I have a goal, I will keep working towards that goal until it's done. Like it's like something it's like when like I'm a miserable person to go backpacking with because I just always want to keep moving. Oh, you're like, oh, we're going up to here in the back, and yeah, you're like, just like, let's do it. I yeah. have to keep going. I don't know what else to do. Uh, so like I would like set up camp, and then well, that's pretty like, helpful work wise, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. I I could use a dash of that whatever whatever compulsion that is. I could use a dash of it. Yeah, it's a mental illness. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm the dude who like is very into sauna taking uh, hitting the sauna right now. And I'm trying to do 20 minutes every time. And I get out at 18 and a half or 19. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, that's good enough. And yeah. I'm like, uh, and my <laughs> Ben Rogers called. He's like, that's the most on brand shit. Yeah, I've ever you heard. slacked <laughs> off on lying down. Yeah, you slacked like, off on relaxing. Yeah. Like you can relax for one more minute. <laughs> uh, uh, but like, I will just listen to uh, like books on tape. And as I'm like hiking and camping, cause I get there at like 8 PM. It's like, well now what do I do? Oh um, yeah, and so like it's, it's usually Stephen King, which is always a choice I regret later. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, uh, but it's but, it's kind of fun. But you yeah. can you can hike for two decades and never get through yeah, all exactly. this material. <laughs> um, I listen to audiobooks when I run. 
I yeah. ran a half marathon listening to like a fantasy audiobook the whole time. What is it? What is the book? Um, I listened to, uh, I think, The Heroes, a Joe Abercrombie series, uh, which is like one of my favorites. I started listening to that based on one of the ads you did. Yeah. Because uh, I was driving my car out here. So I was like a bunch of just like, oh, I need something. The guy who does, Stephen Pacey, who does those that book read, uh, is so fucking it's, awesome. It's so awesome and very funny too. Like, because I did not know any of this characters or anything. And then like you're listening, he's like, Severa. Like, yeah, he's doing yeah. all the voices. Yeah, he does. There's a guy who has like a fucked up voice, but then also ha- is a genius, but he can't get it out. So his inner monologue, which he does a different voice for, yeah, he does, and it's and then he does the outdoor Severad. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And the and the and the book is kind of funny too. It like yeah. they know what they're doing, and that's a fucking that that's when I listened to uh, Abercrombie on my half marathon. Now I'm re-listening to all these uh, fantasy novels I read growing up, the R.A. Salvatore Drizzt novels. Oh, yeah, yeah. that name's familiar. Yeah. He's written, like, Drizzt Ordens, a dark elf in, like, the Forgotten Realms world, and he has, like, 40 books out about him. Yeah. And I'm on, like, book 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, listen to it while I run and do chores. And I, How is running to that? Because I always feel like, like music is like, all right, just make it to the end of this song. Like, that's how I use it for that. Oh, uh, see, yeah. I have, like, a different... I'm never... If I'm trying to, like, do in intervals like if i'm like running running if i'm trying to like sprint i can't do audiobooks yeah but like when i'm doing distance now for this half marathon like i just had to bump us back an hour because i had to do five miles today and i stayed up too late last night (laughs) so i was like it's never gonna work out and i just like the pace that i'm going is so Mm -hmm. just above walking yeah that it's like an audiobook separates my mind from my body and i'm able to like get lost in it a little bit i'm better at like words than music so i get like lost in a story more and i'm like envisioning and especially i'm mostly listening to uh, books i've already read mm-hmm. and i'm just getting like so i i can miss something and still be like kind of caught up yeah and it really just separates my brain from what's happening to my body and that is that is also a useful skill to be able to like disengage like that like i am just <laughs> always in it like i'm always in the suffering whenever i'm running or working out like, but i feel like you you have the ability to harness suffering yeah yes <laughs> like use it for good like to wield it as a weapon if yes. you need be you're saying i'm catholic and yes <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but wait, so you do solo ba- backpacking? Do you do overnight during yeah. that? Yeah, I'll just like overnight. Usually one or two nights because I start to lose my mind after that. Like, oh, shit. Alone. Um, and how does your wife feel about stuff like that? Does that scare her? She, she's always convinced I'm going to die because I also sort of have, like, I, I do stuff that maybe he's going to make me die. Like I'll ski and I'm like, I'm going in the trees. Chaz Bono style. Like, yeah. Sunny Bono style. <laughs> yeah, Chaz, I'm going to go in and uh, get an operation. Come, come out. <laughs> wow. That, he, he, no, he meant Chaz. <laughs> Unprecedented <laughs> skiing. What a wild accident Cullen was in. <laughs> so she's constantly like, thinks I will get myself killed because I will like go and walk on, like, on the cliff and all that. Right. Stuff. Like, yeah. so, and what I- what in you brings that on? What do you do that for? Let's see. Because uh, I because I, <laughs> I have a very similar attitude. Like I think it takes a lot for me to feel anything, and so like I'm constantly like pushing <laughs> that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's like so for me, there's an element of like it's a a slice of FOMO and a slice of like. I want to be able to say I did it. Yes. I want to be able to say I ate it. I want to be able to say I did it. If someone ever says like, oh, you've never skydived. I'm like, no, no, I have. Oh, I've scuba dived. I've said, yeah. Well, tell me, tell me what you think is like a cool, crazy experience. And I'm not going to want to miss out on it. Yeah. That was like, uh, for some reason, I made me think of going, we used to jump in the quarry. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. I was like, I can't not do it. I'm here. And then my nose is bleeding because the water hit me. <laughs> right, right. Um, and you're like, oh, it's like a real cold walk all the way back up yes. to find my clothes and shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love, I mean, that is definitely part of it. Of like, you got to do it. Like, because else, otherwise you're just watching videos of people doing it. Right, you know? exactly. Like, yeah. And there's so, I, I have that attitude too, where it's like, I'm 37 and 300 pounds. Should I be training for half marathon? Should I be doing scuba diving? And I'm like, this is the shit, like, my mom is like rattled to the bones that I do stuff like this. And now I'm like, I, I think I'd be unhappy if I did it. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. I like I still play rugby once a year, which is like way too dumb for like a person whose face is part of their job. That is something I thought about doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just mauling you. Like, showing up to auditions with your eyeball hanging out. Wait, is this a true story? You must know about rugby stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard a story that some guy got his like testicles ripped open on the rugby field and they sewed him back in on it was like an Australian rules That's, football player. Uh, uh, if it's uh, uh, Aussie rules, it's 100% possible. Like, right. I would say 
it's more there's legendary stories i played in a match a dude on my old team in new york village lions was in cert, like a what is it called when you're in you're going to be a doctor like the doctor's internship or whatever where oh, you're like a resident re, yeah he was yeah. a resident a surgical resident he's now in new zealand and is a full-time spinal neurospinal surgeon but he was a surgical resident he fucking st- a dude split his head open on the field and he stapled them together on the sideline and that dude played in the second half of the match. <laughs> and rad. this is a club team. We're talking two 35-year-old guys. Yeah. <laughs> and like and it's like we've stapled I've seen dudes get their my buddies get their heads stapled and and play in the back half. Good God. What's that come is it come from like cleats is that what's doing Yeah, it, it comes from cleats or just like uh you know head-to-head collision or head-to-knee collision. Mm, you could just like cuz all the scalp shit is not as bad as it like if your skull is fine it's just like it, there's blood there, but it's not pain. Yeah, not too yeah, much nerve endings anything. and shit. Uh, yeah, and also there is like uh, an element of rugby where you pride yourself on your ability to like play hurt or you know be hurt. Yeah, that or seems get to be like every t-shirt is like blood is rugby. <laughs> yeah, no sweat, no tears, just balls. You know, like give donate blood, play rugby. Yeah, like, that's the one. Yeah. Save a horse, ride a rugby player. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is like that attitude too, where you're like so. And also Aussies are like indestructible and like if if you think like I don't I hate to stereotype an entire country, but we're talking about like, (laughs) let's do it. I like to do this thing because to feel alive or like I every Australian I've ever met in my entire life. Granted, I met most of them through the sport of rugby. So (laughs) that might also be a self-selecting sample. But they're all like the dudes who like the dude I like. He, I know three guys from my rugby team. One of them Aussie, two of them Aussie. They fucking hiked Kilimanjaro. Yeah, <laughs> like they're just like we just like you signed up for that. It's like they're probably yeah. drunk while they were doing it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like they're just fucking monsters. Yeah, it's just it's, like it's like everything is type A all the way. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Oh, might just jump off. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I killed three animals on my yeah. commute in today. <laughs> like, yeah, like they they like come from an island where spiders are the sizes of dogs and can kill you, and it's yes. like they survive. So why wouldn't they survive skiing? I think they're like they're like if Texas and England had a baby. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. There's a real Texas five. Yeah. To um, uh, I think in Aussie they're called bogans or yeah, bogans. bogans. Uh, yeah, and bogans are like their rednecks. Yeah, and there's like. They're, it's so funny how close together they really are. <laughs> uh, but yes, so long story short, I'm a, I bet you that guy got his scrotum stapled back together. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, kid, I played lacrosse in high school and the kid died on the field. Like What? Uh, you can hit if the heart. Because if the ball hits your sternum. He hit his heart like, right at the right time and he died and they brought him back to life in the middle of the game. Like Holy shit. It was crazy. That's horrifying. I played uh, goalie in seventh and eighth grade for lacrosse, and yeah. I was like, I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> I'm very embarrassed to admit I played lacrosse because it, it is like the like privileged white boy sport, like well, punchline. Like, do you know what I like? In high, it took hindsight. First of all, lacrosse is huge on Long Island, yeah. uh, and in, in and they say it's because Native Americans were on Long Island, <laughs> and it's like well, I don't see any indigenous uh, people playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's on? What's on Long Island? Like, and then I learned. Someone, I forget who told me this. I heard it somewhere, maybe. Or, um, like, lacrosse is like a reaction to get white people college scholarships. Oh my athletic god! Athletic scholarships because <laughs> there's a barrier to even be able to do the sport. You need like yeah. you need like two hundred and fifty dollars just to get the equipment to play. Yeah, and it's like the same season as baseball. So like, if you're not a baseball player, like you know, if the if all the Latino kids are fucking <laughs> taking the starting <laughs> positions, oh, let's play wow. lacrosse, a sport that has a huge financial barrier. I officially apologize for playing lacrosse. No, uh, well, you you're it is a white privileged sport, yeah. and I was like, I think I've heard that it's even that deeper sucks, than you can imagine. Because <laughs> then think about it, like they, yeah. They, it is. It's like it is like skiing or something, right? Exactly. Which I also love. Right. Man, I don't. I'm not coming off good in this. <laughs> well, you can like white people activities. Yeah, that's that's safe. And yes, I was. I was like. It was also a rinky dink, like North Carolina Catholic school thing. Right, it was right. not like. Yeah, the, like, I, I was in know, a public high school. I didn't like, go to Choate. Right. <laughs> you didn't go to. Didn't play Johns Hopkins yeah, after exactly yeah. Appalachian State, baby. Uh, but yeah, and uh, lacrosse. What a what a douchey sport. But like, what a sport that carries such a douchey. Full of the worst people. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like there's like an element of violence to it and an element to like uh flair, like and it it can be more individual than a lot of like 
when you play football, none of the offensive linemen are like shining. Yes, they're not like uh, they're not like peacocking. They're out there fucking working. Maybe a maybe a running back or a quarterback, can, but like lacrosse, you can have like eight people yes. sort of peacocking. Twirling is an essential skill. You have to be able to twirl around. To yeah, play lacrosse. that was like the biggest thing at my junior high and high school. Would be like kids just like outside in the parking lot, <laughs> yeah. like constantly fucking around with lacrosse ball. Oh, and it's man. like Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> oh, but uh, one thing I wanted to rent. I, so I just remembered about the survival class is uh this guy also at least claims that he trains like delta force like special forces dudes on all this stuff i'm sure oh that's awesome because he is apparently he's one of like two people that they call in when like kids go missing in the mountains and shit like this guy is apparently a big deal it's all from him but uh, this is making me want to take my yes. my in-laws live like in the in the hudson valley westchester area and i'm like i might have to like i'll give you the url <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, show me the video shit. you shot on your phone <laughs> <laughs> shut it off there's a guy like yeah, running out <laughs> He's rappelling down the. Um, I knew you'd go for it, brother. But listen to this shit. He when he trains them, he like at the end of the week or whatever he gets with these guys, he hunts them in the night. He hunts them for sport. Uh, with like they don't have weapons or anything, but he has a marker. He has a red marker that he will come up behind you and draw a line on your neck to show that he could sneak up on you and slit your throat. Holy shit! Yeah. And I kind of just want to like pay this guy like a bunch of money and have me and my friends all go get hunted. I mean, for th- this that's like a fucking bachelor party idea. Yeah, it's just real. play the most dangerous game, play surviving the game with uh, terrifying <laughs> man. <laughs> that's so fucking cool. I yeah. mean, I feel like that's the next level shit. I'm like. So I signed up for like some martial arts uh, classes, and then I think the next level shit is I'm yes. gonna be like slitting guys' throats. <laughs> he is like he he teaches them to build little fires inside of their coats that don't make smoke, like all this like crazy magic sounding shit. This is what he says. Like once again, right? But I I feel like that shit all exists. Like yeah. I've read so many nonfiction and fiction shit about Delta Force yeah. and uh, special forces that uh, I believe it. And there are those like survival specialists, like, and I guess like SER is a big one, like mm. survival extraction, uh, assist, like whatever <laughs> that acronym stands for is like, just like when you're captured, how to survive yeah. or whatever. Oh fuck. That, Makes me so happy. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I was like, well, this is. I just realized, like, oh, I have to tell John Gabriel about this. <laughs> that would truly happen to me. In that, I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna sign up for like a survival class, and I go, and I'm like, oh, I'm there like Delta Force weekend, yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like out of breath. I'm like, hey, who's lean to is this? Yeah. Like, These guys are all in like the trees with their faces. You're painted. gonna go try out like a five hour class. You're gonna come back in six years. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's gonna come back at my own funeral, like <laughs> walk out of the bike out of antlers <laughs> I, learned, I learned how to make cold brew in the woods yeah. like that would be like the, i found i found a, a a plant that can get you a little stoned and i learned how to make cold brew i was able to survive <laughs> that's funny like build yourself back up to being lazy like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like well that is like what i would imagine is like uh, my end goal would be like once i had shelter i'd be like all right now we need iced coffee yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I'm humiliated that yeah. that's the case. Like, it's crazy how, like, if I'm staying at a shitty hotel and, like, they, like I have to, like, make my own iced coffee in the morning, how much of a, like, issue that is for yes. me. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to be in survival school yes. if I can't survive at a Motel 6? It's the thing when you're, like, real hungover and you're like, I could take care of myself or I'll just, I'm too lazy to do that and I will just languish in the headache and nausea that I feel until it goes away. Oh, dude, it's sometimes I don't even need to be hungover and I'm humiliated by that where I'm yeah. like... I have a lot of stuff to do. I just have to start it now. And then it's like 45 minutes later. Well, now you definitely have to start it. Uh, there might be some way to translate survival slash just basic life competence. Like, <laughs> right. Well, I think there's clearly also like if you've spent the night freezing your ass off in a tent, you understand the comfort of a fucking pillow top mattress yes. and like your special hypoallergenic pillow and your fucking... Uh, two fans that you have to sleep with and shit. Well, like, part of what's appealing about this is that it like in a survival thing, like you don't get that. You don't like it. That, that part of you that like, is like, well, I'm not going to get around to doing this is just eliminated. You're like, right, right. You kind of have, have to, to do, do this. Yeah. Like you don't have a choice. Right. <laughs> you're like, everyone's building a lean to. You're like, I'm going to wait a couple hours. I'll I'm get just kinda, there. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> well, what are you? Yeah. It's not like you can do anything in lieu of surviving. Jack off behind that tree. <laughs> yeah. <for a while. laughs> 
I save your fluids. (laughs) You're burning so many calories. I've been cranking off all afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) You die from malnutrition because you just masturbated. Yeah, you're like the the coach is like, dude, you have like 12 red lines on your neck. And you're like, I know it was fucking stimulating. (laughs) When you slit my throat, it really engaged my climax even more. Right now. Do it right now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. hurry. Look at me while you do it. Lock eyes with me. Hurry, slit. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Um, I'm sure there's LA courses. If you oh want. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you wanted to take one, I would go. With I you. would be totally down yeah, to let's, do that. Let's 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 get one in this summer. Let's yeah. get one in, and then we'll do like a re a recap of it yes, afterwards. For sure, I'm a hundred percent into that idea. <laughs> oh, that's I just like cut to like uh, like. Two unknown comedy people <laughs> die in the desert. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently Gabrus ate Colin one <laughs> one day into the, his class. He was just like, just make it quick. <laughs> Colin was game. Colin, was Col- Colin pitched the idea. <laughs> I just want to feel something. Eat yes. me. <laughs> I got FOMO about getting my dick chopped off and eaten in front of me. <laughs> Gabrus started with the dick. <laughs> Always do, brother. The tenderest cut. Oh, yeah. Like the guy's not a threat now. He's emasculated. He has nothing to live He's for. He's mine now. <laughs> He's my pack mule. Like. <laughs> oh yeah, Game of Thrones. Uh, that I think I would do better in like medieval times than I would in like. Uh, I mean, thirty-seven is like you'd be a grandpa yeah, in exactly. medieval times, but like, well, like you put those pictures of you at the Renfrew and you look kind of like a warlord. <laughs> I, well, I miss the days of like when you were just big and fat. Everyone's like, like, he's in charge. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a male and he's large. He better be in charge. His voice is the loudest. Let's follow him. <laughs> we're getting back there. I mean, it, unfortunately I'm, uh, I'm benefiting greatly from the awful swing. This country is there. <laughs> Between my two-handed sword, my Filipino fighting sticks, and my giant frame, I could run this country. Oh man! <laughs> um, well, Colin, what what uh what's next on your survival docket? Do you have any more classes you want to take? Do you need uh do you need to get a West Coast go bag? I'm assuming I you- do need a West Coast go. It's actually like useful out here, right? Because earthquakes happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I feel I I've yet to knock on wood experience a major one here, but I have had like. Woken up in the middle of the night, being like, "Oh, I feel weird," and then some. Yeah. And some of my wife going, "Did you feel that too?" And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, that all an earthquake has felt like to me." The, the two times I felt it here, and one time in New York, um, was uh, that I was getting dizzy. Yeah, I just felt like I was getting it's dizzy. Like you're on a like, boat or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh," and all of a sudden, someone's like, "Did you feel that?" And yeah. You check Twitter, and it's like. Earthquake. 20 earthquake jokes I had on deck. Yeah, here it goes. <laughs> Empty the draft. Uh, fire, fire, fire. <laughs> draft. Uh, that's, one, draft. that's one thing this guy said too. Like with the earthquake thing is like, it's not going to happen. Like if something bad happens, it's not going to happen when you're like, you just woke up and drank a juice and like did a warm up. It's like, you'll be tired at the end of the day. Like, right. You're right, not right. ready for this. <laughs> right. It'll happen. Like you'll go out for your eight mile jog for, and then the yeah, shit, shit as will As soon as you're done, you're yeah, gassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I knew I shouldn't have exercised. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I was right. <laughs> I was, ah, as you die, I was right. Exercising is what killed me. <laughs> not the end of the world at all. <laughs> <laughs> do you call your doctor as you bleed out? <laughs> So do you, do you have something on the docket that you wanted to do next? Or? Um, so I never took the fire class and just like being able to do fire, like with just a couple sticks is very cool. Yes. Yes. Um, but we, I like learned to make rope. I want to do more traps. He taught me like, like there's like advanced trapping, <laughs> like where you like disguise your scent and you descent everything. There's like a lot of hunt. Oh, tracking too. Sounds cool as fuck. Yeah. That seems really cool. Like, and I don't know who or what I would ever need to track, but the idea of knowing how it works in case I'm being tracked seems like, even better. He's like, you, there's like invisible trails all over the forest, like where the animals are going that like he can see and apparently everyone else can't. <laughs> like, right. Well, that, like I could have pictured that where it's just like, oh, the leaves are just bent just perfectly that you can go through here. Scribe does like a highway system. Like they have trails that they all, all the animals use that they, like you can, if you know where those are, it's easier to find animals. Oh, Once again, this may be just being an insane man yelling. It's like a homeless guy in the woods that I stumbled <laughs> yeah, right, upon. Right. Uh, <laughs> You're like, he's like, I've, I've been making fucking 20 grand a month. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These kids wandering in here. Um, That's fucking awesome, though. But yeah, like, yeah tracking, tracking sounds cool. really cool. Like, use charcoal from your fire to like yeah. cover your scent. Like, all that shit is so cool. My last like three pitches to like for unscripted jobs that I've gone out with have been like, um, 
uh, Gabrus trains for survival. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he learns a stunt drive. Like it's all like I just want to become a badass and get like a fucking <laughs> production to- company to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um well colin uh what uh where can people find you on twitter your twitter is very funny thank you very yeah, much yeah. it is uh one of the like five things i care about <laughs> it's not cool to care about twitter but i love that little comedy video game uh, right like, it, like, it, it is it is fun to get a joke that works and yeah. it's fun to read someone else's joke that's i i get i, I have over the time uh, over the course of, like the last year kind of been uh uh curating my twitter a little bit by muting and unfollowing a lot of people yeah and i've gotten it to like information about things i care about a handful of political and then mostly comedy people and now most of my comedy friends and people are a little too political and i'm like i don't want to be reminded of this yeah uh but it is it there is like an element of like righteousness when like eight friends roast something that pisses me off that's happening and like i gotta say that i don't like it too yeah that's like that's a whole nother podcast (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah at hello cullen on twitter um anything else you want to plug no. <laughs> no. Good luck trying to find me. If I'm in the see, woods. <laughs> if you see a man with a webcomic tattoo, uh, please don't kill him. Yeah. He's and if, for water. And if you see uh, like a little block of cheese underneath a rock that's five times your weight, <laughs> yeah, do go, not grab it. Or go for it. I, I might want you to eat that cheese. <laughs> yes. Grab the cheese. Yes. <laughs> um, well, thanks for coming on, dude. I Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, it's uh, nice to meet dream you. Come true. I'm sad we didn't talk about shitting because I feel like that happens. Hey, that's every- a whole that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's my like go to like life issue is that like yeah. I always wanted to be uh, special forces my whole childhood, <laughs> and then now that I'm an adult, I'm like I would be like the guy who's like I'm sorry I have to go diarrhea again. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like, can't jump out the plane. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like uh, the mission's at oh six hundred hours. I'm like, well, I better get up at four and have my cold brew and my vitamins <laughs> so it gets everything moving. It's oh, like God. oh God, Gabrus, get in here. <laughs> Um, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Um, listen to Action Boys or Raised by TV. Uh, listen to whatever fucking podcast you want. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut this one off now, I guess. Bye, shitheads. Bye. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>